What are you having a drink tonight, Chris? Feeling a little wild. I'm gonna try this uh, Space Station Middle Finger. Ooh, that that is seriously the name, Space Station Middle Finger. How vulgar! <laughs> so, so I'll read you the description of it. Please do. From the dawn of time, humans have looked to the skies for answers. Absolutely. Space Station Middle Finger replies to all from its eternal orbit. <laughs> <laughs> Behold and enjoy Space Station Middle Finger, a bright golden American pale ale. Yep, got to try it. Hey, speaking of speaking of uh, speaking of beer, mm-hmm. the other day I was reading that beer was prescribed for dozens of ailments, as the Egyptians thought evil spirits caused diseases, and beer would confuse them and force them out of a person's body. <laughs> So I guess they thought that they could get the spirits drunk. I don't know. Confuse them. <laughs> they would confuse them. What the hell? <laughs> this guy's all over the place, and I have no... I mean, that's kind of correct, isn't it? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so that means that basically back in the Egyptian times, for if you came in for any kind of ailment, they would just say, here, have a beer. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. <laughs> like puking up blood every day. Probably you know, caused a lot, too. I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> You got anything that's gonna help this? Well, you know he's probably the the doctor's probably drunk too, and he's just like, well, you know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of them bad spirits in you. <laughs> what is that? What's happening? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Here, man, have a have a beer, man. Chill. It'll confuse him. Come here. Them. Come here. Well, I don't understand. You want me to drink alcohol? <laughs> you want me to? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it'll 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 fuck them up, you know, it'll make them confused, <laughs> right. and they'll just you know, everything will be fine, man. I drink this every night, and I'm I'm healthy. I'm the know. healthiest I've ever been. Man, that reminds me. Maybe of something. maybe that's why we call alcohol spirits. You hear people refer to it as spirits, mm. maybe because I'll have to look that up. Has some see connection what, to the uh, really the Egyptian cured it to their many ailments. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember. It just reminded me we were when we were just talking all sloppy. There was um, there was a company that I worked for that asked if I wanted to be involved in their safety program. Oh yeah, yeah. So I agreed <laughs> to it. I mean, I had this idea that the more responsibility you took on at a company, the the better you would be rewarded. Ah, <laughs> uh, the American dream. Anyways. <laughs> So I was asked to do this, and and it really it really wasn't it it honestly wasn't that big of a deal. But um, there were these videos that came with it. It was like a video with the like um, a training video. It was like or? training videos oh, okay. with um you know like booklets and stuff. And you oh, kind of gave okay. them out to people, and it was it was it was awful. It was like workbooks. Oh, <laughs> like no. hey man, we already do work. <laughs> like <laughs> all homework. Day you mean like here. like homework? They yeah, had like... it was like stuff like like you filled in things oh, and whatever. Man. But anyways, it was part of the program. I digress. So the guy in the in the safety training videos talked in a real low voice, and it and sometimes it almost sounded like he kind of muttered. So he would go like. So today for the safety lesson, we're going to talk about times that things were, were a little weird for all of us. Like, he would talk like that. And, okay, so the guy that was leading the program 
was watching these videos with us. We had right. to like watch them. So he kind of had like a trainer, him, right? Had, yeah, it's like okay. it's, a, it's a virtual trainer. <laughs> so, anyways, he made the comment one day. He made the comment that you know what, man, I had an uncle who was always drunk. Oh my god! He said, and he talked just like that guy. So. From then on, when I would watch these videos, or when I'd have to reference them during these presentations I had to give, yeah. I would think that that guy was on camera drunk, talking all the time, and it would always really mess me up, because I would really want to laugh. <laughs> I'd want to laugh a lot. But it's a serious training, right? You it can't was laugh at it, training, you want this guy, everybody take it seriously. This guy's saying, hey, that reminds me of my drunk uncle all the time, <laughs> that used to talk like that guy all the but time. But you're like, that's... I thought that, of that every that's time. That's like a total contradiction. Oh, so basically, there's a drunk forever. guy trying to train people on yeah, the job. So it, was, anyways, it was so ironic. So anyways, if you come over here... It was so and, ironic and that it was, it was hysterical. Oh, my God. God. But anyways, I, that just reminded me of that. We were kind of muttering, and that guy always talked like that. He was kind of... Rawr. So today, so today for the training video. <laughs> so, uh, and I was like, it. it sounds like a drunk uncle. That's so funny. That's so funny. Drunk I love it, man. So I, heard this, so I heard this crazy story the other night. Yeah. <laughs> and it deals with a Twitter date encounter. So anyways, one of our cousins the other day was telling me about one of his buddies and this weird experience he had on a Twitter date. Yeah. So if you've never dealt with Twitter, it's basically like a, a dating app, right? Mm-hmm. An online dating app. So anyways. Speed he, dating. I guess his, this buddy of his, <laughs> I mean, essentially, yeah. That's what you want to call it, hookup. So I don't know what it, I don't even know what you do with it anymore. Yeah. But anyways, this buddy of his, heck, I guess been using it to kind of like meet up with people and, and meet girls and right. go out on dates and stuff and um, amongst other things. <laughs> but anyways, he had gone on this date with this one girl in a nearby city. And, um, you know, after they had had, I think they went to like a bar or something and hung out for a little while. Afterwards, she said, hey, do you want to come back to my place? And he was like, well, hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Jackpot. Yes. Another one in the book. Of course he said yes. Yes. Yeah. But anyway. No, so anyway, he, he took her up on the offer. Yeah, absolutely, sure. So they go back to her house, and he said they're kind of hanging out, like in her den, not talking about like basketball or something. And he said the whole time there's this guy that keeps coming into the room and like bringing him like drinks and snacks and stuff and just kind of like laughing with him every now and then. He <laughs> said, I thought he was just like maybe like a roommate or something she had, you know, that was living there just kind of being nice. <laughs> Here, you know, I brought you some snacks to. But he said, that was her, a little weird. Chris, it was her manservant. Well, so no, like, I mean, he thought so. <laughs> I mean, he thought it was a little strange, but the guy was nice and like it yeah. didn't seem, you know, this felt, he didn't feel dangerous or anything. Like, he was just like, that's a little odd, but whatever. You know, the guy seems cool and he's just right. kind of like, hey, it's a you roommate. Know, you know, you're a cool guy too, he's, you know, and they're talking and kind of yeah. chat. But anyway, so at some point, the girl's like, you know, hey, let's just go to my room, you know, mm-hmm. and let's. You know, let's get let's get to business or whatever. So he said, absolutely. So he follows her back to the room. <laughs> as you can said, as they're as they're they're getting kind of you know they're getting, Risky. everything's getting hot and heavy. So at some point she stops and she said, "So I want you to know, she's like that that man. He's my husband." <laughs> wow, and she did this. She did this in the middle of it. Well, like they're God. right. So they're they're, at least they're, getting, at they're the like end. probably disrobed and they're getting pretty close. And she's explaining to him, she's like that man. She's like that man is my husband. And she's like, he's going to sit outside the room. And he's going to listen to us. <laughs> so don't be, you know, like it's, it's, you know, it's cool. She's just trying to be like, hey, you know, this is just. And he's like, he's like, so his buddy he's was like, his prescription. right. So his buddy was like, 
He was like, what do you mean he's going to sit out there and listen to us? He's like, what do you, it's your husband? You know, he's just like, what, what, what? So he's confused. And she's like, well, she's like, this is, this is how he's, you know, it's how he gets off. He likes to listen to <laughs> right. and have sex with other men. This this was true. Of course. So he said, like, he said his buddy was kind of taken aback. He's like, oh, this is a little, you know, a little strange or whatever. Hold on and there. He said, uh, <laughs> But he said, like, at first he was kind of like, okay, you know, he's like, well, okay, I guess I could go along with Are this. Are you joshing like, I've me? Gotten, I've gotten this far. I guess he was like, I've got, gotten this far, so maybe I'll go ahead and just go on with it. I mean, at least he's not in here with me. So, you know, he committed guy, to it. But, but, it, but, he, he, it? Just, but he, he just could But he just, like, at some point, he's like, it just, it just felt too weird. So he, he tells the girl, he's like, hey, he's like, he's like oh, I've got to go get a condom out of my car real quick or whatever. <laughs> and so the girl's kind of like hesitant. She's like, oh, okay, you know, it's fine. So he said he walks out the so door. We are, and said, so and now said, we already know how responsible he is. So he said, like, he walked out, and the guy kind of, like, came out of another room. He's like, where are you oh, going? No. And he said, oh, I just got to get something out of my car real quick. And he's like, <laughs> like what do you got to get? The guy was like, what do you got to get? And the guy was kind of, like, following him. But you weren't finished. So anyways, <laughs> so he said, I go to my car, and he said, I just get in, I drive off. He said, I just leave it, and I just wow. don't, I don't ever communicate with that person ever again. Well, he said, was there a got, follow-up? he said, so his buddy got to research, and he was so baffled by this weird experience he had, he started researching and <laughs> found out that this is an actual... A fetish. It's it's a fetish that right. some people have, that it, and, the, and they, the term <laughs> that is used for pe- for um, people who who are, enjoy this is called sissies. They're called sissies. <laughs> no. No, it's, it's a, it's a term used. Sissies. It's a term used as sissies, and it, it's, it's basically like they enjoy... Hearing their partner having sex with another person, mm-hmm. I guess uh, maybe other forms of it as well. But <laughs> there's theory, but there's sort of like this. There's like an actual. Like it's, this isn't the only guy that does this. Like this is a thing. Like right. people and certain people out here enjoy this. It's more common. Than, so he than just started a lot of curiosity. He started looking at like. Um, so he started like looking into these forums that were based around people who were interested mm-hmm. in this. this specific type of fetish. And yeah. he said that he, like, no joke, found one that was posted, like, really recent. <laughs> and, it, and the guy, he said it was, like, of course, it was some, you know, internet name. It said, it, it actually started describing, like, things that were very similar to that night. No. And he said, you know, <laughs> and, and, and provided, we provided him with drinks and, and great, <laughs> and great um, you know, snacks. And we were really, we and, he was, and he was really, and they said he even talks about, <laughs> he was really into Kentucky basketball and all all this stuff, and he was, and at some Chris. point it says, and it suddenly says, what "This movie person, did you get this, this from? Then he said, "No, Alex, this is real." And he said that the this review, the guy, so he's reading the, he's reading the, the uh, forum, and this, right. this person who's posting, they follow up with after they kind of describe the night, they follow up and said, "This person is not a good person," <laughs> and they denied me my pleasure. <laughs> He was like, "Oh my gosh!" He was like, "He's like, I think it was the guy like posting on the forum. Like he was, he was denied his his pleasure or whatever, and it was like awful." (laughs) But like it was, I mean, I never, I had never heard of that. I've never heard of of the term sissy, and I never heard of that type of you know (laughs) interaction. And I was kind of like, man, I was like, but so that also tells me that this couple, (laughs) like, he's probably not the first, right? He's probably not the first, right? So that means that they probably like do this. They get victims. on they get on Tinder or other dating websites and they meet like random, you know, I don't guys, girls, I don't know. They probably and they bring them back and then like um so it made me it made me think that like they this obviously isn't probably he isn't probably the first person 
that to have fallen into this to to yeah to that went to down have, this rabbit hole found yeah to have found this these couple and I just wonder like how many people followed through with it like we're just kind of like okay or cool with it or how many people did just like him <laughs> and had to like find some weird like like way to bail out you know yeah that is pretty interesting speaking of cousins <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time that did I ever tell you about uh, the time that me and Joy had the experience with the um, cougar lady at the Boy Scout event. Yeah. I, Chris, I was present for that. That's right. You were there. Yeah, I was there. So, yeah, I so remember just, this. So just thinking back. I remember this vividly. Just, I, that's strange because I do too. <laughs> that's one of those rare moments that we have this connection where we're like, hey, I remember yeah, the that. cougar woman. I, yeah. I know exactly what you're Were you with about. us? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. We so, were in the so, woods. so as I'm recollecting or, back or to that time, into the woods or something. so, so to, to, I'm going back to that time. I remember that um, our other cousin, Joey's younger brother, David, was really involved in the Boy Scouts during the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were having like some kind of family camp out at mm-hmm. this lake or wherever. Mm-hmm. And you were allowed to, I guess, invite some family members. So like his dad had gone, our uncle. And then he had invited, you know, obviously his brother was going, and then he, they invited the two of us to go right, with them. Right, So anyway, so at this little campsite, there was this big lake, as I mentioned. And so I remember that, I think it was me, you, <laughs> and Joey had, like, decided we were going to, like, go walk around the lake. Right, we were just right. kind of walk up through the woods. There was a so just exploring, the lake, You know, right. we were having fun as kids or whatever. So as we were going through this little trail that was going around the lake, we kind of came up on this little group of Cub Scouts or whatever. And there was this lady talking to them and, you know, going over some stuff or whatever. And they, I guess they were up on this trail and they had been hiking through this little area. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's talking something about being out in the woods, you know, and how to find your way back to the campsite and all this stuff. Yeah. So as we're kind of passing this group, she's like, hey, hey, you. <laughs> We kind of like stop. Right. We kind of like stop. And we're like we're like all three looking at her, and she's like, "Yeah, you." And she's pointing to Joey. He's like, "Me?" She's like, "Yeah." She's you like, been "So when you're out here in these woods, and you see a cougar, what are you gonna do?" He said, "What?" He said, "What?" She said, "I said, if you're out here in these woods and you see a cougar, what are you gonna do?" So what she and he we didn't understand. Stunned. So he figured out she huh? was saying a cougar, like a mountain lion or whatever, like a cougar, like a cat, <laughs> a large cat. So she was like, "What are you gonna do if you see this cougar out in the woods?" Of course, we're just like, "What? What? Like, why was she asking us this?" And Joe was just like, "Naturally, he's like, I, I, don't, I guess I'm gonna right. run." And she's like, uh, "Wrong answer. You're dead." <laughs> and he's just like, "What?" She's like, "You ain't gonna be able to outrun that cougar." <laughs> she's like, "The best thing you can do is he go find, the million go dollars. jump into some water. They won't come in the water." <laughs> And he was just, we were just all like dumbfounded, like, oh, yeah. okay, thanks. And so we just kind of like went on our way, but it was just like this shocking Jeez. moment. Like we were like, what? I don't understand. Now we were worried about cougars being out in the woods. Like, why are you telling us this? Right. Are we at danger? These are like, <laughs> these are young children. Are they, are they known in Ooh, this that area? Ooh, that cougar going to maul you good, boy. Ooh. You run? Ooh. <laughs> She had a very, a very strange accent, like, like kind of like, like, like a, like a, would yeah, you say? yeah, yeah, like <laughs> she's from Louisiana. I don't, it was, it was kind of bizarre. It was, you know, 
So this contributes to a lot of our issues then, right? I mean, it's... <laughs> it's I mean, it hasn't deterred me from going out in the woods, but, you know, I, I, I now right. know that, like, if I see a cougar, <laughs> that if I can get into some water, it'll actually probably stop it from trying to get to me. Right. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Maybe she just did I guess I don't run. <laughs> Fear. Uh, uh, I would run? Man. So have you heard about a guy named Jack Henson? <laughs> Is it the... Uh... The Muppets guy? <laughs> no, it's not the Muppets. Jack- what was his name? G- uh, Jim Henson. Jim that was Henson. the Muppets guy, <laughs> You're right? thinking of Jim Henson. Shit. So, this is a very interesting person. People, Anybody who likes history. Um, Jack Henson, also, a.k.a. known as Old Jack, was a farmer in Stewart County, Tennessee. Okay. Who operated as a Confederate partisan sniper in between the Rivers region of Tennessee and Kentucky during the American Civil War. This guy's actually very well known for being, like, an extremely good, like, sniper during this time. Really? Just using a rifle, like one of these, uh, I don't know what kind of rifles they use Muskets, right? Weren't they muskets? Well, I don't know. Let me see if it shows here. Okay, so it actually says that, so so this guy was, like, a really well-known sniper during the Civil War, mm-hmm. and he used a fifty caliber Kentucky long rifle. Ooh. So he, and he was a crack and, shot. And, and it kind of, like, it was kind of more like he was on his own. He, he they said that he can conducted a personal war against the Union Army. Wow. And he, can, and he targeted Union soldiers at a distance as great as half a mile on land and on military transports and gunboats on no the Tennessee way. River in Cumberland. So this guy, like, think about this. He's using, like, some old-fashioned, I mean, a, I don't even know what a 50, a Kentucky long rifle. I mean, this is back in the age of, like, muskets and stuff. I mean, we right. didn't have automatic yeah. weapons. And this guy is, is, like, literally just hanging out along the river, taking out Union soldiers as they're coming up and down the river. I mean, kind of like a, like a Rambo of the Civil War. He was almost like the, yeah, kind of like the Punisher of the Civil War. Yeah. You know, he was out here, or, you know, just kind of a, a vigilante out here. But it says that, oh, this is interesting. Henson has been credited with as many as 100 kills. Although his rifle had only 36 notches on it. Oh, no. That's not real. <laughs> yes, he it's real. He didn't carve the, the tally marks in his rifle. It, it, it actually says that it's theorized that the notches were for officers only. Oh, God. So he was, like, keeping track of, like, and for. I mean, this is, this is real stuff. This guy existed. That's insane. I've never heard of this. It said that Henson served as a guide for the Nathan Bedford Forest mm-hmm. during his successful cavalry raid on the Union supply base of Johnsonville, Tennessee. <laughs> Henson, Henson had a son that led a guerrilla band in the area until he was killed in action in September. Henson himself evaded capture despite elements of four Union regiments and being assigned at different times to pursue him. After the war, he lived the rest of his life peacefully mostly in Stewart County, settling the state of his son George, voting, paying his taxes, etc., <laughs> but also getting into some legal trouble, as he had often done before the war. Wow. What kind of legal trouble? It doesn't really say. It doesn't tell you what it was. It just said he had some legal trouble. But this guy was real. Jim Henson. Look him up. That's insane. A fascinating guy. That's a picture of him. He kind of looks like just wow. a wild man, doesn't he? A one-man army. And this army. guy, just, he just took matters in his own hand. He just hung out along the river just sniping people all day. That's crazy. Kentucky long rifle. 
some of the legend, even though it's not really documented, they 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 say that the in the legend that he became such a career sniper, it was due to his young sons being murdered. Mm. So it's kind of like a revenge story, you know, this vengeful guy went after because his sons were murdered by the Union soldiers. But they actually say that no documentation has ever cited this claim, and only three contemporary accounts known him to give different reasons for his vengeance, his family being ill-treated and turned out of their home. So it just seems like he was fed up with them one way or another and felt mm-hmm. like he wanted to take matters to his own hands. I don't know, interesting guy. Very close to us. Yeah, that is pretty, that's fascinating. Jack Henson. Especially the uh, the after part of the law, uh, especially what happened after the war. That's crazy yeah. that he just kind of carried on. He had that really intense moment of well, his life. Well, you know what? It's kind of like you think he's like the epitome of like that badass older guy they have in right. like the movies, you know. <laughs> the Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, you know, he doesn't ever want to be bothered by anybody, but one day somebody just pushes him to his limits, and he's just like, he's, he's back out, Jack Henson the sniper. <laughs> Old Jack's back out. I promised I wouldn't do this again after the war, <laughs> but they made me do it. <laughs> what they did to my poor Betty, I can't let happen again. <laughs> Coming this summer. <laughs> the Patriot 3. Oh, Old Jack. No, it goes back in time. <laughs> Where is he? We can't see him. <laughs> I got you in my sights, boy. Old Jack's got you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. I don't know why I got to that, but. They just got it all straight. They just got Jason Statham to play him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack. I mean, well, never mind. He's not Australian. Good Lord. <laughs> no. <It's> British. <laughs> but it kind of sounded like him, so. You're thinking like Chris Hemsworth, right? He's like Australian. Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah, I think <laughs> he is. <laughs> wow. Oh, Jack. Jack Henson. Not Jim Henson. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send the kids down that one. Don't wow. send them. I wonder if they were path. related to one another, the Hensons. Like, I wonder if he was somehow well, related. Clearly, to... they had some kind of legendary ancient blood <laughs> in them. So, <laughs> I believe the puppet master <laughs> could be made of greatness. <laughs> hey, do you remember these books? That might have been a series. I don't know why this came to my mind, but I was thinking about it the other day. It was really weird. Remember, remember a book series called Sideways Stories from Wayside School? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> so if I remember correctly, it was like the strange... I think it was this, just a book, wasn't it? No, I think there was, was actually there maybe multiple. I don't know how many, but there, that's what I'm thinking. It might have been like a, a mm. couple of books that were based off of this. But so, so sort of the premise was that you had these characters and these different stories that took place in this school called Wayside School. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting about the school was that they had had some, <laughs> somebody had read the blueprints wrong, mm-hmm. and the school was meant to be a single, <laughs> like, or a two-story oh. school that was really, really long. <laughs> like, like you know, had a long width, yeah. but it was like a two-story school. <laughs> but 
the dumbasses who built the school somehow built it like a damn skyscraper. They built it sideways. That's why, you know, sideways stories from wayside it school. It was a marvel in engineering. Right, so they basically built the school sideways. Chris, so it was now, it was now a multi-floor, it. it was a multi-floor, two-story, you know. They said it couldn't be done. Right, it was like, so now this school was like basically like a giant the si- skyscraper. The proved them wrong. So anyway, so they had all these weird, bizarre stories, you know, and like on the different le- different levels right. were different classrooms, you know, right, right, and right. you know they would do weird experiments. Because the, because yeah, the school it, was strange. That literally meant well, I mean, it kind of created this strange, I guess, environment or atmosphere. You know, yeah. it was like you know these kids are literally in a freaking, you know, they're on. A I've got to go. School. I've got to go from you know. Uh, a gym that's on the second <laughs> on the first floor and I've got to go all the way up to science on thirty thirty second floor. Yeah. Like it's unheard of. <laughs> Multi level school sideways. A sideways school. It was built sideways. But the school's name was Wayside. Like Man. I just remember that. It was one of those weird, bizarre things that I remember. Just like I don't feel like I really read much after that. <laughs> I got video games after that, Papa. <laughs> I'm not a learned man. I didn't read like I, I was more interested in art. Hey, you know why I was more? Look where you, that know, got you. you know why I think that you know you know what I've noticed about art though, and why I think yeah. that you know I think artists are very unique people is that to me essentially it's just it's essentially a form of communication in yeah. my mind Sensory because what I think is interesting about art is. That for some people, it's the only way we can show people what's going on, like what we see in our minds, like mm-hmm. what we imagine and what we envision the world as, or what we envision people as. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think it's just fascinating because, like, when you look at a piece of artwork, to me, it's like you literally brought something into existence that wasn't wasn't there before, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I saw something in my mind. My mind created an image. Or it created a sound, mm-hmm. or I envisioned a story that I could write out in words, mm-hmm. and you brought something in. You know, you brought it to fruition. You created it, and I think that you know, for some people, that's that's the best way they can kind of show the world what really goes on in their mind. You know, All right? Well, I mean, creation is the origin of everything, right? Absolutely. However, it's done. However, it happened. It happened. Yeah. No, no, I understand. Yeah, I think that's no. I, I, completely I just, agree. I just find it, I just find it interesting, even because you know, in history, a lot of times, a lot of artists, whether they're musicians or painters or you know, um, authors or anything of that nature, a lot of there have been a lot of people that I feel like have been considered very unusual mm-hmm. or had certain mental illnesses or struggled with a lot of things. And it's always interesting to see how they become so adept in the art because to me that starts to become their only way of being able to connect with the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's interesting. It's just fascinating. I mean, obviously, you know, you and I are artists, so we kind of understand mm-hmm. that to a degree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's 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 an expression. It's our ability to it's create. Ex- it's yeah. I yeah. think I think for some people, it's an expression of their reality. Absolutely. And I think that's really cool. Absolutely. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can Sometimes create. It gets kind of you, I was going to say you can create <laughs> some pretty dark stuff too. It happens. It's like I've seen certain films and things. You know, you've heard of films that you know, like the Human Centipede and oh, a yeah. Serbian film, and, Shock Factor. I mean, there's just these films that are known for like being like extremely disturbing. Mm-hmm. But 
you're like, damn, but like, there was a person that thought that up, <laughs> that envisioned this this insane, you know, horrid that story came from someone's mind. It kind of reminds <laughs> me, like you said, you, you know, that guy who wrote a book or wrote a play that you thought was very like, wow, like, oh yeah, talked about that. Remember? Yeah, it was a very intense story. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're watching it, and say you're watching a movie, and you're like, man, like this is like messed up. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, man, like somebody had to think this up. It didn't just like pop into existence, right? Somebody sat down and thought this up and wrote the story out, and then somebody decided I'm gonna somehow visually create this. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. That, that just, I guess, that was going into. I guess that was going into your dark side of it. But obviously, it can go the opposite way. We've seen amazing pieces of art and work that were like, wow, like somebody, <laughs> somebody thought of that. Like right. it's crazy, you know. It's ama- It's fascinating. It's amazing. For all the things that I, I get disappointed about in human beings, art's not one of them. It's one of the things that continues to fascinate me and, I guess, keep me keep some love for humanity in me. <laughs> <laughs> what know. little remains. Yeah. <laughs> I try to hold on to it the best I can. It's not totally gone yet. Well, Chris, it was good having drinks with you tonight. Absolutely, man. All right, everybody. Stay true. Stay real. Stay righteous.